What's up, everybody? It's the Rank One Podcast here. It's our first episode ever. Uh, we have a group of five. It's only me and Jack right now. Um, my name is Zach, and it's a sports podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Jack, and this is. Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, when I say your name, just say, yeah. Okay. Like to say right. something. Right. What's up, everybody? Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? Oh, dude, shut up. All right. What's up, everybody? It's the first episode of the Rank One Sports Podcast. Um, I'm Zach. We have a group of five, but it's only me and my friend Jack right now. What's up? So, yeah, let's get it rolling. All right, today's episode, we'll be discussing Antonio Brown to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Baltimore making a lot of moves. We'll be discussing World Series Game 3, the college football tomorrow, NBA restart, or the NBA new season plans. We'll also be discussing other things. The first, let's go on to our first segment. All right, guys, for this first segment, we're going to be doing music. Um, Like I said, we're mainly a sports podcast, but, you know, we like talking about new music that comes out. So, yeah, this is our first segment. It's Jack Harlow's new song, Tyler Hero. And we think we think it's a perfect first music review because it has to do with sports. Well, not necessarily sports, but the name is a really good basketball player that plays for the Heat, Tyler Hero. <laughs> Yes, sir. It's a big start, I believe. So, what do you think about this track, Jack? Um, honestly, Jack Harlow is a very underrated rapper right now. Um, I honestly say he's one of the best out. You know, ever since his job was popping, I don't think, you know, he's missed yet. So, I don't think he has either. Yeah, just makes bangers, man. My favorite line is Five White Boys, but not NSYNC. It's a reference to the 90s and early 2000s boy band NSYNC with Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. at the front. Every word in this song is a bar, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. It really is. And well, what would you give the score out of 10? Uh, honestly, 10 out of 10. I mean, I'd give it an 8.9 out of 10. There's missing one or two, one or two extra lines, and it'll be perfect. Yeah, uh, next, I guess you're right. In our next segment, we'll be talking about how the Baltimore Ravens are making big moves this, this season, and how Antonio Brown is going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one-year deal. In this next segment, the Ravens making some big moves this week. Yannick Ngakwe being traded from the Vikings to the Ravens for a couple draft picks. How do you feel about that, Jack? Well, I feel like this heavily bolsters their already pretty good defensive line. And he's joining one of his good friends, Clayus Campbell, from the Jacksonville Jaguars when they played together for that stint. On yeah. this Ravens defensive line, that's already pretty good. 
Yeah, this Ravens defense is just crazy. And that D-line is stacked. And it's looking like the Vikings are in rebuild mode, kind of. <laughs> I mean, they lost yeah, Harrison Griffin. Yeah, they just traded like unique. Kind of win now, mode. For real. And uh, Des Bryant, uh, I don't know if it's official yet, but they're saying he's going to be on the practice squad for the Ravens, so which adds a lot of depth to them that they already have. Yeah. Lamar, looks like him. He's going to have Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, Des Bryant. The other dude's name, but the defense, though, they got Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Patrick Queen, yeah, Yannick Ngakwe, Clayus Campbell. That's, that's going to be a scary defense, man. That's just top five. Definitely. Definitely. That's going to be a scary defense. also, big news from about 20 minutes ago, Antonio Brown signing a one-year deal with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's official? Uh, but it's expected. It's official. Yes, it is official. He'll be signing um, a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. gosh. That... I've been a Bucs fan my whole life, but I don't really know how, how I feel like about this. Well... He won't be able to play. He won't be able to play for week nine because he's suspended this week and next week. Well, oh, my God. Having your first having your first game for a franchise being against one of their biggest rivals on Sunday Night Football, two of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game in the game as well. Come on, that's just that's oh. just one. That's gonna be one of the best debuts ever. But Tampa Bay, they have a top five defense. They, they do. Have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Cameron Brady, Antonio Brown, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. And, and, like, a top 15, top 10 that's, offensive line. And they got Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That's probably the best wide receiver room in the league right now. I mean, That might be the best wide receiver of all time. Oh. <laughs> Bro, there's, like, one right. or two things I can think of in my head. Off the top of my head, there's only, like, two that are better. Maybe. Yeah. Chris Carter, Randy Moss, maybe. But Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. All on the same team. But like, we're saying this like if Antonio Brown can immediately go back to top to your form. I mean, if he can come back like a little bit close at all to where he was when he left, that is going to be crazy. Because when he was in New England, that one game he played, he was he was going crazy. Tom Brady would just throw it to him every single play. So, he so could still be good. That, yeah, he could. They have a really strong running game. Ronald Jones coming off his third straight week with 100-plus yards. He got two touchdowns last game. They had no turnovers, no penalties. They lost week five because they had so many gut-wrenching penalties that you just don't want to have. They had no penalties against the Packers. Guess what? They won by 28. And they didn't even have Antonio Brown. Like, come on. Yeah. That's a stacked team down there in Tampa. And speaking of Tampa – their game that was originally supposed to be on Sunday Night Football has been moved to 4 o'clock on Sunday because one of the Raiders offensive linemen has got, has got coronavirus and, they ha- and there's not going to be any fans. And the NFL wants every primetime game to have fans. So they're going to move the game to 4 o'clock to compensate. 
And the Cardinals-Seahawks game will now be on Sunday Night Football. Oh, so the Cardinals game got moved to Sunday night. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Our next segment will be about World Series Game 3 tonight. Yes, sir. All right. In this segment, we're going to be talking about the World Series Game 3 tonight. Tampa Bay Rays and Los Angeles Dodgers. Zach won't be in this one that much because he doesn't really know a lot about baseball. This will mainly be me here. But let's go. The starters for the Tampa Bay Rays, Tampa Bay Rays and Dodgers, Rays will be putting out Charlie Morton, who in his career with Tampa Bay in the playoffs has a sub-1 ERA in the playoffs, which if you know anything about baseball, you know that is God tier. And for the Dodgers, Walker Buehler, who is a fireballer, so it's very hard, has an effective breaking ball, and can put batters away. So this might be the best pitching matchup of the World Series yet. Zach, can I give you a prediction for the game today? Um, even though the Tampa Bay Rays played pretty good the other night, uh, I feel like Mookie Betts and the L.A. Dodgers will have a pretty good game. And I think they'll come out with the win. What do you think the score will be? Um, I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game, but I think it'll be 5-3. to 5-3 three. Three Dodgers? Yes, sir. All right. So, I'm going to go Tampa Bay 6-4, to four, like the game, like the score was the other night, because I think Brandon Lau and Randy Rosarina are going to have the exact same type of performance they had the other night. Because Brandon Lau was like 1-56 for 56 going into game going into game two in the postseason, and he hit two offset field home runs. It's really hard to hit offset field home runs in baseball at any time. And I think he's really going to fire it up. And Rosarina, Rosarina has been on fire all playoffs. And then you have Charlie Morton, who's just going to pitch dominantly tonight. And then I think my game MVP, Mike Zanino, with like a clutch, like go-ahead home run, like, That's what I'm All right. Our next season, our next segment will be about the NBA's new proposal to start the season in December. All right. So basically, what the NBA is doing is that they're planning on starting it between December 22nd and Christmas Day, and that it's going to be like a 72-game schedule. And they want to have the season end before the Olympics. When do the Olympics start? Like July. Like oh. July. And they they came out and said that, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope they can hurry up and get this going. I mean, the NBA draft is only like a few weeks away, you know? So hopefully they can get it going and actually work. This season, uh, yeah, yeah, I really think it's a good thing that's only gonna be 72 games because I have 82 games starting in December, it wouldn't really end until like August because the playoffs mm-hmm. take a while, and you really want all your players, you want to have your best players ready for the Olympics. And also, since it's 72 games, it gives the New York Knicks less games to lose. Which is good for them. <laughs> they have the 
season record and wins. I was hoping maybe 60 games, you know, around that. But, I mean, 72 is not bad at all. And how about a super, super early NBA Finals prediction? Okay. I want to hear yours. Oh, you, you want to start with me first? Okay. Yeah. I, I, got, I got the Mavericks and Celtics. They they said why. that no 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 the Mavericks they say Giannis and the Mavericks uh my bad I mean the Mavericks have the lead to get Giannis right now so if they Giannis can get Giannis next summer. I know I know wait I thought it was this season no that's next summer oh. they're gonna they're, they're, the Bucks are thinking about Damn. trading them though what and the Miami Heat are actually in the lead for trade for Giannis but. But the okay. Mavericks need for free agents. Um, but yeah, I still feel like the Mavericks will be pretty good next season. Yeah, I mean, when you hear my prediction, my prediction, I Let's think see. it's going to be the exact finals we had this year. I think it's going to be Lakers Heat again. And who do you think is going to come out but, on top? But the Heat are barely going to make it out of the East. They're going to win by a buzzer beater game seven over the Celtics. So you're going to have a rematch against Miami and Boston and a rematch against Lakers in Miami. Yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. That's crazy. Only time will tell, man. All right. We're about to go into our final segment, which will be the top 10 games tomorrow in college football and our predictions for them. All right, so we're going to do our college football predictions for tomorrow. And as we're recording, Tampa Bay Rays are already down one to nothing over the Dodgers in game three. So I'm pissed off about that. All right, Zach, what's our first game? All right, our first game is Oklahoma versus TCU, both unranked. As they should be. Yep, TCU getting off to a rough start, but they did beat Texas. Um, And Oklahoma hasn't got off good either. I don't even know if Spencer Rattler's starting anymore. But they've lost two crucial games, which makes them unranked. So, they've both been playing pretty bad football. Oklahoma did start out at the five. Now they're unranked. If that tells you anything about how Oklahoma is playing this year. All right, what's our next game on the list? Oh, we didn't give our prediction. Oh, yeah, my bad. Who you got? (laughs) I got TCU coming on top. I got Oklahoma only because... Uh, regional bias. I do live like down the street. <laughs> All right. Our next game is number 23, North Carolina State versus number 14, North Carolina. A state rivalry. Rivalry here. Um, North Carolina started off number five for some reason. Um, they've dropped down to 14 after losing a game. Um, but I don't see him losing this one. I actually have the upset here. I think North Carolina State can pull it off. Oh, really? Wow. I think they have a nice defense, pretty okay offense. I think they could put. I can think they could put North Carolina in a real uh, like spot to lose this game. Wow. Okay, you heard it first here. 
our next game is Auburn versus Ole Miss, an SEC game in Ole Miss, and they're both unranked. I hate both of those schools, <laughs> so I don't really care. But I'll go Auburn because they're way better by a long shot. Yeah, me neither. I do not see no. Ole Miss winning this game. Ole Miss scored, dropped like 35 or 28 on Florida. I don't remember week one. But then again, Florida, every team week one had like a really rough start. Yeah, Bo Nix, so. Bo Nix is pretty good too. So I got Auburn winner. Our next game is unranked Nebraska versus number five Ohio State. Okay, let's just skip this. We both have Ohio State winning. <laughs> it's both their first game this season. And, yeah, Ohio State's going to yeah. blow them out. If, if Nebraska wins, that's pretty cool because Penn State is, like, my second favorite college. Yes, sir. Let's rep the goat tracing sorely. So, let's go, let's go Nebraska, <laughs> actually. Oh, Ohio State's going to win. Whoa. So, Ohio State's going to win. I want Nebraska to win. Ohio State's going to win, but I want Nebraska to win. Oh, okay. I almost thought you came with offset there. All right, our next game is number seventeen Iowa State versus number six Oklahoma State. Six Oklahoma State. What? Wow. Okay. It's Oklahoma State ranked six, bro. Yeah, they're ranked six for some reason. <laughs> for some reason or another, God has decided that they're number six. <laughs> they're above A and M somehow. I got that. I got, I got Iowa State. I got I Iowa, Iowa State, State too. Me too. I don't really like Oklahoma State either, honestly. I think Oklahoma State is very overrated, in my humble opinion. <laughs> okay, our next game. Number two, Alabama versus unranked Tennessee. This must be a good game, huh? Okay, I want it for this one. <laughs> Yeah. Alabama by 50, just saying. I got Alabama by. 50. I got Alabama by fifty. This game, Tennessee sucks. I'm they haven't saying. been good in ten years. They're just not good. We're just gonna go ahead and skip to the next game right now. Unranked oh, Iowa. What? Wait, wait, wait. I have something to say about the Alabama. Okay, game. okay. If Tennessee wins, they're making a thirty for thirty about it. Just saying. <laughs> That's <how> much- <laughs> All right. Next game, unranked Iowa versus unranked Purdue, both their first game. That could go. That's a toss-up because they're both pretty good. And yeah. It's also both their first game. That is a toss-up. It's going to come up. It's going to come up to a final drive. Either team's going to have the ball. It's going to be a. It's going to be a final drive touchdown. Either team. I don't know where they go. I'm just going to go with Iowa because kind of like them a little bit more than Purdue, but. That's really not the greatest prediction to go off of. Greatest thing to make a prediction about. Obviously, with Iowa, because he did Yeah. Better. Yeah, I agree with you. I got Iowa over Purdue this week. And our next game is unranked Wyoming and unranked Nevada in their first game. Um, Wyoming was ranked last year, believe it or not. Uh, I don't know much about Nevada, but. I got Wyoming winning this game. Nevada is very much a basketball school. Not this. My, Wyoming is more of a football school. 
I'm just going to base it off of that. I think Wyoming is going to come out here yeah. by 10. Yeah. All right. Next game is going to be a pretty fun game to watch. Number 18, Michigan versus 21, Minnesota. I believe that's, like, going on right now. For real? I think. Was it's it either that or it's tomorrow at, like, 12. Well, whether it's no, on... Right now it's Illinois. Illinois is on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, wasn't Minnesota, like, top 10 last year? Yeah, Minnesota beat Penn State, and Penn State was, like, two. It was, like, three weeks left, and Minnesota got pushed all the way up to nine. Wow. Penn State was eight, and Florida was, like, seven. Um, even though Minnesota's a good football team, uh, I got Michigan winning. I got Minnesota by three. Wow. My, this is my big upset of the week right here. Wow. And no, Nebraska would be my – no, I'm not even no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Minnesota over Michigan. Nebraska uh, ain't winning. So you got Minnesota over Michigan? Yeah, I do. All right. I also, Penn State bias, hate Michigan. So. Wow. Okay, here we go. Next game, and the last game we have on here is number nine, Cincinnati. This is number 16, SMU. See, SMU hasn't played anybody yet. They've played straight bums five games in. Um, I don't think they're ready for the comp that Cincinnati has. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right here. I think Cincinnati's going to win by, like, 14. Me too. I think Cincinnati's a little overrated. On the NCAA rankings, but but they're definitely better than SMU. Yeah, I got Cincinnati winning this. I think I think SMU's gonna have a rude awakening playing Cincinnati as their first test all season. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm gonna throw another game in here: A&M versus Arkansas. A&M's ranked seven. Well. I feel like they're going to force feed Isaiah Spiller. He's going to run for 300 yards this week. I think A&M's going to win by 35. Kellen Mond's going to throw four touchdowns. Isaiah Spiller's going to have two on the ground. It's going to be 42 to 7. Yeah, we usually have close games against Arkansas, but I feel like A&M's played pretty good this season, so I got A&M by over 20. They did upset my Gators. Yeah, man, that was <laughs> that was amazing. Tough to watch. All right, Zay. This will be the ending. Our next, our next segment will be the ending, the ending subject, our conclusion, and our takeaways from today. All right, Zach. This is our concluding segment of our first episode ever. What is your biggest takeaway from today? Well, Ngakwe to the Ravens was big this week. Um, but overall, there's a lot of news and a lot of stuff going on for all sports right now. So, yeah, that is true. My biggest takeaway is Antonio Brown making the Bucks offense, just making it the best ever. Maybe best fighter, not the best ever, but maybe the best wide receiver group of all time. And Definitely the best in the NFL right now. Yeah. 
definitely best in the NFL. Maybe like top three all time. But that's going to conclude our first ever episode of the Rank One Sports Podcast. I'm Jack. And this is Zach. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you next time. Yes, sir.